All right. We are back. We are back. It's dun, 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 dun. It's a new year. Haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> uh, How many times did you, hear, did you hear that joke? Actually, I've I've read it more on the internet than I actually heard it in person this mm. year. So That's true. I didn't hear it a lot this year. I heard it a lot two years ago when I was still at my office job. Mm. Oh, God. It was like... Did, do we're doing this right now? We're actually doing this? Like <laughs> That's that's the time and place for we're, it. We're really going to do okay. We're going to do that, yeah. Fine, fine, yeah. fine. I guess I can deal with that. I guess that's what we're doing. Uh, we're not doing that here on the One Baron Podcast. What we are doing is something special. Something special, ladies and gentlemen. Such as introducing who I am. No, not you. Uh, I'm going to introduce the beers first because right. they're more important than you. Hmm. Well, how, well, before I introduce the beers and before I introduce you, I introduce myself. My name <laughs> is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, is my powerful, illustrious, knight in shining armor, the golden boy himself, Adam mm-hmm. Obesius Rodriguez. Oh, now you're just overcompensating. What's up, Brewskies? <laughs> Tonight's brew is from the Left Hand Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary. It's, an, it's the Imperial Stout. The Imperial Stout. The Imperial Stout. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this is my second favorite beer. My favorite beer is the Nitro Left Hand Milk Stout. Mm-hmm. That's my all-time favorite. Love that beer. It's delicious. Goat. It is delicious. Uh, so what we're expecting here in this glass is an assertive note of dark chocolate cherries, roasted coffee beans with a smooth warming finish. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm fucking excited about it. <laughs> so, uh, let's start this year off right. Let's have ourselves a good time. This is the One Beer Podcast. Tap yourself off, buddy. Little buddy. Little buddy. There you go, Bob. So very dark, not much head. Uh, to to mean Gene. To mean Gene. R.I.P. Mm. Ah. Ah. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Cream of the grub, yeah. Cream of the grub, yeah. Mm. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Mean Gene Okerlund. If you're a wrestling fan, you were saddened by this news. Mean Gene was the voice of not necessarily my childhood. No, just before us, really. Yeah, yeah, he was right before us. My generation is, you know, J.R. and King and Mm. Michael Cole's punk ass. (laughs) 
But right before that was me, Gene Okerlund. Um, I mean, he went over to WCW. So if you were a big WCW fan, mm-hmm. you know, he was still there rocking. Um, I was loyal to the WWF. <laughs> I was one of those weirdos for a while. What, you, you watched was, WCW? Oh, yeah. Well, they had, I mean, you know, WCW had some really, really really good wrestling. Oh, yeah. Great characters. Mm -hmm. A lot of the best characters that came over here after the, the, uh, the, when they bought the WCW, Mm -hmm. some of our best came from WCW. Oh, yeah. So, but still, I was loyal. I was loyal. Mm -hmm. I was a raw guy. I was like, no, we're not watching WCW. Sometimes we would turn on Nitro. It's for babies. (laughs) It just seemed... It seemed cheap. Yeah. You know, it didn't have the same production value, in my opinion. There was a while there where I feel like they're pretty neck and neck. But, yeah, for the most part, they're uh, trying to play catch up a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At least from my experience. Yeah. But they did have Goldberg. They did have Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had Mean Gene Okerlund. Mm-hmm. Legend, Hall of Famer, and uh, he will be missed. You're here. And also, rest in peace to Bob Einstein. Clink. Great comedian. Uh, best known for starring in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. I just watched this clip of him telling a joke to Jerry. Oh, did you watch I that did, clip? Of course I did. So funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. And apparently, like, it was improv. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So he did, uh, it's even the, better. He didn't tell them the joke. <laughs> the scene was written, and it was just Marty tells a joke. And so mm-hmm. he came up. He, he didn't come. Well, I don't know if he came up with a joke, but he tells the joke. He at least came with the joke. Yeah. Uh, he just he was like, all right, that's the one I'm going to tell. Like a minute before the scene was filmed, mm-hmm. he's like, that's the one I'm going to tell. And so Jerry's laugh is a real laugh. He didn't know <laughs> it was coming. It seemed like it was, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like you really got him. It's a great punchline. Yeah. It's a great punchline. Yeah. Look it up. All I'm right. not going to butcher it. No, no, no. Look it up. It's great. It's fantastic. So. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, <sighs> you know, that's that's what happens. You get you, you get on these highs and then back down to the lows, but mm. you just got to keep pushing, baby. Yep. You just got to keep on pushing. Know what I'm saying that's the way this thing, that's the way that's the way this shit goes. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, girl. 2019. We're here. We are here. It feels weird. Yeah. yeah everybody's gonna be doing that annoying 2018 scratch out 19. <laughs> yeah. Thing on papers. Yeah. And then, and then the um, you see a lot of the mm, already fucked up my resolutions onto the next year. <laughs> yeah, like, I've ah, seen that. Okay, Twitter, stop it. See that fucking joke. Stop. You know the one thing that bugs me the most though. <laughs> what What really grinds your gears? You know, I'll tell you what really grinds my gears is when people go online and they do the opposite thing, where they shit on people for making resolutions. Mm. That one, that one really bothers me. Okay. Because Just the negativity of yeah, it all. Yeah, the negativity. It's like you know, I, it's it's super cynical and just like judgmental to go online and be like, "Y'all really gonna change y'all lives in one day?" It's like, nah, mm. man. But don't you let people try, <laughs> right? Like but, it's you know, if you're gonna if you make a good joke about it, that's one thing. But just to jump online and just be like a dickhead about it. Well, you, like you being a dick about it is a cliche in itself. Exactly. So stop it. Exactly. You're even worse than the person doing the original yeah. cliche. There's there's nothing clever about you criticizing resolutions, just as there's nothing clever about resolutions in and of themselves. But a resolution, at least, is you know people are motivated to do something. You yeah. Know, they need the top of the year to 
get them out of bed or whatever. Right. Well, a resolution doesn't have to be cool, and that's the thing. A resolution is not necessarily trying to be cool. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a self promise. Yeah. That you you may post publicly so people can hold you accountable for it. Yeah. But at maybe, the end of the and day, maybe maybe you're posting it because you want attention to. Sure, you could be, but I'm just saying the people who are cynical about it are only looking for attention. Right. They're not trying to help anybody. Right. What's that negativity going to bring anybody? Exactly. Nothing. Who gains anything from that? Nothing. You you get that little hit of attention. That's it. So why? Just shut up. I don't know. Just just don't talk. People, they they just, they just. Leave people alone. Just walking around, just being negative. It's like, it's like people making fun of fat people at the gym. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Leave them alone. No, that's, that's, yeah, absolutely. It's like, Okay. Fine, if you see some a person eating a block of cheese, yeah. <laughs> you join in. <laughs> you ask for a piece. Right. But you make yeah. a friend. Yeah, so it's it, that that one really that really bugs me. And I've already seen it people making jokes about yeah. it. It's like you know, what are we doing? <laughs> what what are we doing? Stop. That's how you that's how you want to start the year. Why are you like this? You're already that's how you want to start your year off just being a dickhead. Yeah. Well, I mean it's it's I think spawning off of people who don't feel confident enough to to commit to anything themselves, uh, you know, think they're above it all. Yeah, and it's the internet, so you know you can you can post stuff like that and in, in uh, general anonymity. Yeah, and you'll and you'll get people who uh, agree. Oh yeah, and they respond and they're on board. And it's like well, fuck yeah, them too. And then negativity breeds more negativity. Exactly. That's why we must overpower the negativity right. with positivity. Even though most of our podcast is complaining about stuff, but complaining about stuff, yes, but it's stuff that needs to be complained about. It's true. It's true. That's, that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're doing God's work, really. Yeah, I'd say we punch up mostly. We try. I mean, I don't care if you punch down. I don't. I don't give a shit. Well, there's somebody who very famously punch punched down. down. That's all he does. Yeah, somebody who needs to maybe make a resolution to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Probably should just shut the fuck up yeah, for, for a little, little bit. bit. For a little bit, Mister Louis C.K. Oh, it it hurts to say. I know. I know. It, it, on this on this on this podcast, we have talked. Uh, countless times at length about how great, how how masterful ge- his genius Louis C.K. once was, mm. Mm. and now oh, man. it's 2019. Oh man, and uh, oh, that's man. not that's not what we're talking about right now. No, so let's get down to the nitty gritty of it. Okay? okay, somebody leaked audio from a set he did in which he makes fun of millennials. He makes fun of um gender neutral people <gasps> excuse me gender neutral people uh the parkland shooting victims not necessarily parkland uh, no 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 it was pretty it, it was, was pretty was much no, was yeah specific, blatant specific to parkland right um and so it's a two and a half minute clip from a set and the criticism was swift yes and direct yeah and a lot of people were saying, you know, you, uh, your first uh, set, recorded set, the first thing that we hear from you, because nobody heard like what he was talking about in that one where he did what he did at the Comedy Cellar, I think. Right. So finally, we get some content, and this is where you're going with it. Right. And a lot of people are like, "What the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. What the fuck?" Yeah. I've I've been having some very. Um, conflicted feelings on mm. cuz the more research that you do on it uh, uh the more it kind of changes things not changes things but it, it it definitely makes you look at it from all sides it gives you a little more perspective maybe yeah. because what 
what went viral is like a what five minute clip. It was only two minutes. Two minutes. It was only two two and a half minutes. So some people I've seen in de- in his defense say, well, you have to listen to the whole thing. Apparently, the whole thing leaked. So if for some people, if you hear it in context, it's not as I don't know uh, as just uh, attacking of yeah. of people. He he's a bit uh, self-effacing at the beginning of his set. Yeah, and then jumps into this. So for some people, that makes all the difference in the world, but. I mean, I've I've seen other comedians say like, no, it's still not a good set. Yeah, I'd I'd like to hear the whole thing if if like the entire set leaked. I'd like to hear the whole thing. But judging off of just the two minute clip, like when you when you first listen to it, here's here's the thing. Comedians, and we've talked about this before. I think we're big proponents of comedians being able to say mostly whatever they want yeah. as long as they do it with. Uh, um, not decorum, but like there has to be a point. Well, we like I think it was just maybe a couple of weeks ago we were talking about you know what what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, right. As yeah. far as uh, you know, comedy goes. Now that we're like comedy writers or experts, but we have our opinion. Yeah. And you know, it's like I like I said before, it's like porn. You know, the, the rule is if you you can tell if you see it. You know. Yeah. So if if it's not a joke, if it's just like I don't know. Uh, harsh criticism of something or like a mean-spirited attack on something you can tell yeah as opposed to like there being some greater message here and I, and and I think that that's the biggest difference here there's a lot of people on Twitter who were saying like uh you know this is how it set has always been you just mm-hmm. you, you know you just yeah, haven't been paying attention and you know this is the tone that he's always taken PC cultures is taking over and that's yeah. why everybody's freaking out about this and it's like no, I disagree with you completely mm-hmm. because we have watched since since his resurgence in like early 2003, 2004 with like hilarious and chewed up and like his, his like just masterpiece right. uh, stand up specials. The hits. We've, we've watched all of them. Mm-hmm. Every single bit he's ever come out. Or, yeah, every single bit he's ever come out with. We've right. watched it all. We've watched Louie, his TV show. I mean, yeah. we've seen we we are we were huge fans like we've oh, yeah. seen everything that the guy's yeah. done and this is distinctly different oh yeah in tone like there's no there's no punchline it's just like what he's saying i i just it just wasn't funny like no. it's not if he makes fun of like you know snooty kids who 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 you know they go online and they want all the attention you know their attention whores and you know uh, comedians have made fun of uh, the gender pronouns thing in a funnier way, right. where it wasn't offensive so much as it was just like making points and being well, it, funny it, about no, no, it. it can still be offensive, but at least it was funny. Yeah, and that's and that's the that's that's the biggest difference here. It's like, okay, look, I, I think that there are going to be people who respectfully disagree with us and say, you know, no, that's off limits. You can't talk about it. Period. I don't want to hear jokes about it. Fine. Right. I respect you as a person. I disagree. Right. I think that you can make jokes about anything as long as they're funny, as long as, you know, there's a point to them. Right. You don't just say, you know, rape is funny. You, you know, there's there's a point. There's a joke. It's not. There. It's hilarious. <laughs> so. See, and we, we, we uh, as as a, uh, a duo here, um, try to stay away from certain subjects because we're not comedians. Right. And I don't feel like we can definitely handle those things, you know, right. with, with with the certain um, 
finesse that it takes to to not be just offensive and stupid about yeah, stuff. Exactly. So uh, you know to to hear and I you know I encourage everybody to listen to it. Obviously, you form your own opinion. Um, but to to hear the the joke that it was, it just came off as is dull and like mm-hmm. uh, not really. Not, not, I'm not gonna say cliched, but almost like boring. You know, yeah. like it, it it was too obvious. Yeah, of exactly. a joke. Yeah, it was like it just it, wasn't funny. It wasn't. There was no skill involved. That's that's what made him so great. He right. would say these ridiculous things, and then wrap them back around to like this logical point and you're like oh that was that was so funny right and so ridiculous but so good yeah and now you know well not not now but that that this bit that was leaked and i you know i hate even having this discussion about just one bit yeah we're talking about a guy who's got hours and hours and hours of content and we're talking about two minutes of a set. Talking about practice. Talking about practice, man. Yeah. We, we are that, talking about we practice. We are talking about practice, yeah. This, was a, this uh, wasn't uh, something that was supposed to be out. And, and that's something that I keep going back to and in a way trying to make it okay. Because, you know, these, these shows are uh, not supposed to be leaked out for that reason. Right. It's because comedians need time to work on bits. And then you see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, for all we know, this is his first attempt at uh, covering this subject, right? Yeah. And, you know, he did it with a, a hammer instead of a scalpel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is something he was working on and it, it was going to lead to a brilliant thing that would have been recorded in a special in the future. Mm-hmm. But we heard the embryo of it as opposed to the finished you know, full-sized human of a joke yeah. that's fully formed and has the nuance that we're looking for and has the consciousness and has all these, these things that we want. Yeah. But now that this thing is leaked and, you know, people are obviously, you know, uh, a lot of people are unwilling to forgive him for what happened. Yeah. At, especially at this point. Um, you know, of course, of course the world is going to turn on him. Yeah. So, you and, know, and you know, maybe, maybe, Maybe there's no way he gets to a point where like he can redeem himself. Well, no, not not just that. I mean, I I think he's at that point with a lot of people, but I'm I think like it's, you know, maybe maybe there's no way for him to make those jokes work. Yeah. And I think a, a, a lot of people's point is he shouldn't even be trying. Yeah. That like it's just not the it's just not the set that he should have done. I was trying to find this tweet from uh, Judd Apatow and I found mm-hmm. it. Okay. Um, Judd's been just, Judd's been talking about this for a couple days now. So all he's been talking. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a whole, I'm holding up a, uh, another tweet from another comedian. So, <laughs> so Judd says, uh, this hacky, unfunny, shallow routine is just a symptom of how people are afraid to feel empathy. It's much easier to laugh at our most vulnerable than to look at, to look at their pain directly and show them love and concern. Louis CK is all fear and bitterness. Now he can't look, inward uh and you know that that tweet kind of spoke to me because like i i feel like if louis set doesn't include anything about jerking off in front of people (laughs) right they didn't want him to right it's like dude what are you doing well no and a lot of people uh on twitter commented that and and actually pointed to um oh what what's his actual name Wee herman uh uh paul something 
yes yes <laughs> paul rubens paul rubens, paul yeah. rubens right uh when he came back from his entire controversy oh of, and he yeah he uh, he was on i think it was like the mtv awards or something or he, he was on stage for something yeah he was in character he was at the uh, uh the vmas i think yeah that's that's what it was and and he said like the first thing he said was anybody heard any good jokes yeah you know like uh, that that sort of like consciousness of being like yeah i know some shit happened with me yeah you, here you, i am in front of you you know you like, just you make it weirder for everyone else well it's like it's like if if uh i don't know let's say the night before you know we're out and you and i get into a big fight yeah and you know we're cursing at each other whatever and i, I win, obviously throw a bottle at your head um bounces right off jujitsu um and the next morning you know we're we're fine because it was just like a drunken argument or something yeah and i go hey so that was fun right right you know that diffuses it as opposed to just being like uh right like we're not going to talk about this uh we're not even going to acknowledge we got any eggs <laughs> we're going to act like it didn't happen right you just you have to just face those things head on yeah you know and then and then for this to be the thing that he goes after it's like it just it just seemed really angry yeah you know yeah. and it was like it was a turnoff it was like why are you so mad about that mm-hmm. that's what's killing me about like um like the, 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 the gender neutral stuff in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, there are there are people who are out there who are being like really annoying about it. Right. But as an idea, as a concept, as a belief system, it's like why does that make you so angry yeah. that people uh, just want to be called by something that right. they choose to be Again, called something by. we've talked about on this podcast multiple times. Yeah. It's like just just be kind to people it's if just you can. Re- it's just really strange and kind of telling that right. some people are really like that, that bothered by it yeah and it's like okay i i get that it's a little annoying but why he's, are you so angry he's doubling it? in that in that bit in particular he's doubling down on being the angry old man yeah and that's fine if you didn't victimize people yeah you know because he's in a way trying to play a victim and say like all oh, this stuff is stupid why are we doing this? Yeah. I hate it. It's not good. It's like, oh, well, fucking deal with it. Right. Like you're an asshole. <laughs> so like take for instance um one of his one of his most classic bits, the the bit about um uh technology and how we don't appreciate it and yeah. how like in the airplane, the Wi-Fi. Yes. And and it's like that's the perfect antithesis to the jokes he's making now because it's the same tone. Mm-hmm. It's angry. It's it's kind of snarling at the purse at the at the subject, right? But there's there's jokes in it. First of all, mm-hmm. it's funny. It's a funny bit, yeah. Which is the biggest, the clearest difference. Well, because it, it makes you look inward and go, "I'm an asshole." Exactly. That's that's what you get from it. It's like, yeah, you know, I do take these things for granted, right. and that's that was always the genius. He would say something ridiculous, like, you know, you're in a chair in the sky, and it's like that's it's a funny. It's funny imagery. Right. And then it also makes you, like you just said, look inward. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't. I'd never really thought about the fact that, like, my life is really, really easy Mm -hmm. when you relative to, you know, how it used to be and how other people still live. That's a good joke. It's got a good subject matter. Smart. He's going after the right target, which is himself Mm -hmm. and us millennials. Right. These jokes now are like. 
Those weren't even like. What are you what, angry? About? Like, what? Are you, what are this? What's the joke? Well, not only that, but what's the point? Are right. you are you trying to make the the Parkland survivors and people who support them feel bad? Right. Like, are, are, are are they not supposed to speak out? Are they supposed to be quiet? Right. About this, are they not supposed to? What What are you What are you getting at? What are you fighting against? Right. You know, is it? Is, what is your like? What's your point? Right. What's the point here? Right. Because the point of that classic bit is don't take these things for granted. That's an easy thing that we can all connect yeah. to. Yeah, simple to understand. Right. You got. Don't it. take these things for granted. What are you trying to say by criticizing children? Right. He used to be the guy who. He has a whole bit about how he doesn't spank his kids, and yeah. he's like, "You're a psycho if you hit your kids." Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and he's like criticizing kids. It's just weird. It's a weird yeah, place it, that we're in. It's it's inconsistent with what he's done historically. And look, you know. Uh, I don't want to say I hope that he comes back because I don't know if he deserves anything at this point. Yeah. But at the same time, like, a piece of me wants to say, like, this is all taken out of context. This is him working out a bit that didn't work. Yeah. And that's why he didn't want to record it in the first place. He's just trying something out. Yeah. Um, Hit us with the tweet you've been holding on to. I, I will. I will. So, what I was talking about earlier uh, about him not being... Um, <clears throat> sort of reflective you know and 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 really going in on himself because i feel like as we were saying that that's that's what diffuses the entire anxiety around what he's you know admitted to doing to people um dana gould friend of the show just kidding Hmm. um yeah i know it's such a good podcast (laughs) um he has this tweet that really kind of spoke to me he said when richard pryor set himself on fire freebasing he was wise enough as an artist to know that when he eventually returned to the stage his primary target had to be himself yeah and you know that 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 goes to speak as as far as like you're in this controversy you need you need to admit to it and present yourself on the pedestal yeah and say hey i fucked up acknowledge it let us acknowledge it. Don't make it weird for everybody else. Yeah. And, and you know, somebody, um, I'm going to read a like, quick rebuttal here. Somebody basically was saying, like, well, you know, I, I don't think it's very funny that a bunch of, or not funny, but I don't think it's very good that a bunch of comedians are coming out of the woodwork to, uh, to try to, you know, uh, dogpile on him all of a sudden. And like, what's the point? Are you guys just trying to make him like kill himself? Is there no redemption uh, in his story for you? Like, what does he have to do, basically? Um, and someone, just a, a normal Joe Schmo, actually had a pretty good response to it. He said, I, "I can't speak for Dana, of course, but the way I read him is that society is forgiving and accepting of people making mistakes so long as they're able to accept and acknowledge their wrongdoing. Passage of time alone won't allow for this." I don't see moral judgment or piling on here. Yeah. No, yeah, that that's exactly it. The people who are out here talking about how there should be a path to getting back and there should be forgiveness and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you're right. I completely agree. There should be forgiveness and there should be a path to recovery. Right. Louis's not walking that path. No. Louis said in his statement, I wielded my power irresponsibly. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to take a step back and reflect. Right. And then the first and li- thing he and, says and instead of talking, I'm going to start listening right. now. So he shut the fuck up. I thought it was a good statement. Yeah. It was a decent enough yeah, statement. Yeah, I thought like, so. And then he comes back and the first thing he does is criticize Parkland shooting victims 
and trans people. How do you think that that is him trying to walk the path to forgiveness? How 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 can you wrap like explain that logic to me? Right. How is that well, you, he disappeared for less than the term of a pregnancy? <laughs> right. And then ambush the comedy seller. I'm back, baby. And and try to act like nothing happened. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I don't know what Aziz is talking about in his sets, but he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Although Aziz is obviously way different. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who are like, Aziz didn't do anything wrong. He just right. kind of like fucked that date up. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, you know, it's a little bit of apples and oranges, but yeah. they no, get but compared saying, all the time. No, but I'm just just a guy, uh, uh, the, the, the idea of let me just shut up for a year, mm-hmm. then I'll come back and act like never nothing happened. Right. I think... Aziz's thing is like not as serious, but he definitely should acknowledge it. It yeah. was something that happened. It's a huge thing that happened for him. It put, like put the kibosh, not the kibosh, but it put a halt on his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, his show stopped. I will say though, if you look at his Instagram, mm-hmm. barely anyone talks about it now. Yeah, almost every. Well, so it's been very positive. Yeah, is yeah his tour. And people asking about season three, right. Master of None. Yeah. And telling him that is, you know, he's back and we love you and blah blah blah. Right. I, every once in a while, you'll see a person go, "Oh yeah, I, I forgot I followed you." Unfollow. Yeah. And yeah. then like twenty comments going, "Good riddance, get the fuck <laughs> out of here." Blah blah blah. Right, right, right. But anyway, that, yeah, that's neither here nor there. I'm just trying to kind of paint a picture of like, you know, it's weird that the something happens with these guys and and like like okay, the Kevin Spacey shit. Mm-hmm. Kevin oh, Spacey. That, that's, did you watch that's, that video? Yeah. I was disturbed. I thought I was watching like. A serial killer. What the <laughs> fuck was that shit? I don't know, Marco. <laughs> so, Kevin Spacey, if you haven't heard, he he, you know, he likes to touch children. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? You're not wrong. Te- teenage boys. <laughs> teenage boys. That's his type. He's a freak. Arr. So he tries to come back in character as Frank Underwood. I like teen boys, <laughs> and he's like. I says, I says. <laughs> like, he films this video about how, oh, you you never really saw me die, did you? Hmm. You believe the media and blah, blah. And it's like. <laughs> and their lies. So, wait, are you. Hold on. Are you trying to. Are you trying to connect your real life with Frank. With Frank uh, Underwood? And you're, and you're trying to. Wait, what? Are you trying to say that these things aren't true? Who is who is also, mind you, not a good guy. Yeah. Are you, are you trying to. <laughs> trying to make you your real life synonymous with a shitty character that you play right that'd be like that'd be like al pacino like you know touching uh an underage girl and then coming out with a video as like tony montana and just being like "Eh, yeah that's how they used to do it in cuba oh richard nixon (laughs) 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 he does it in every movie (laughs) so yeah it's these fucking guys are they're they're tone deaf, man. That's, I, I mean, just it, like to, to think, like just think think for a minute. Think about how out of touch you have to be to film that video that mm-hmm. he did mm-hmm. as Frank Underwood. Yeah, out of touch, so out of touch. Did he think that because like people weren't talking about it, they forgot, or it somehow cooled down? Yeah. Well, no. maybe maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe maybe he didn't know that this this next accusation was going to come out. Because well, the video came out on the same day as the accusation. Well, no, it wasn't the accusation. It was it was it was them actually 
uh, charging him. Oh yeah, that's right. It was yeah, rape. right. They right. charged him with yeah. rape that same day. So do you think it was? Do you think it was like? I don't know. I don't know the facts. Was it a horrible coincidence, or did he put that out to defend himself? I think it was a horrible coincidence. Uh, Can and you I, imagine? I think, a, I think a cosmic one at that. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Hey, mysterious ways. Am I right? Insane. To kind of go back to the Louis thing real quick. Um. <clears throat> We kind of said what we said on it, yeah. But to kind of go back to the fact that like it wasn't, it's an unfinished bit. Technology has really kind of fucked up um, things like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's why that's why Dave Chappelle locks everybody's phones up. Yeah, yeah. There's know. there's technology out there now that actually lets you lock people's phones. Yeah, a lot a lot of people, a lot of comedians do that now. Joe yeah. Rogan does it, and mm-hmm. Bill Burr does it. Yeah. Um, I, th- I Aziz does it now. I think I'm they all should that, do it. Like theaters don't do it. You yeah, know? just make them do it. Right? Yeah. They should just do it. Yeah, that should just be part of it now. Yeah, if you need to step out, you step out and get your phone. That's fine. Yeah. So, you know, I bring that up because like uh, Tiffany Haddish, she also went viral. Yeah. For for a bad set, she bombed in Miami on it, New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So she had a bad New Year's Eve set, and a lot of comedians were like, "New Year's Eve sets are the worst." Yeah, you know, we, you know, everybody came out and defended her and whatnot. It's really a non-story. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish is a huge star. Yeah, and she had one bad set. Tiffany Haddish is fucking hilarious. I don't know if you yeah. if you've watched any of her stand up or I heard any of her. No. Oh man, dude, I was when I was still working, when I was still doing, when I was still a contractor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes instead of music or a podcast, we'd put on just like stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Passes the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of her sets came on, and this was before. This was while she was blowing up. Yeah. But I didn't know. Who, I didn't watch Girls Trip, and I hadn't seen her in anything. I knew who she was because right. everyone was talking about her. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know like what her voice was and like how she told jokes and whatnot. So this thing comes on, and she's oh god, it's this bit about how um, her boyfriend cheated on her, and. Um, she she took him back a, a bunch of times, and the way that she like describes taking him back is hilarious. And then she said at one point she she bought him some new Jordans, and then she took a shit in the Jordans. <laughs> and then he like yeah. she's like, baby, let's go ball. And he she takes the Jordans out, and he fucking puts his feet in uh, the squish and just uh, shit in his shoes. Dude, it is hilarious. It's such a good bit. And so I went and listened to the whole thing, and she's fucking hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, like uh, an incredible stand-up comedian. So for her to have one bad set, it's mm-hmm. like, come on, man, really? Well, th- there's there's also a, I think a sect of people of comedy fans who who are against her because of first of all her success, her meteoric rise after Girls Trip, right? Yeah, and then on top of that, apparently Cat Williams came out and said some stuff about her, yeah, saying that. that she's not a real stand-up act. She can't hang basically. Yeah, because she she. According to him, like she just blew up out of nowhere, even though she's been doing stand up for right. years. Right. Ba- basically insinuating that she didn't pay her dues. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think for some people, they look at that and go, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. There it is. I, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get it. But it, it's, you know, it's, it's mostly bitter comedians yeah. who, who've been trying to make it and just haven't. Well, yeah, cat cats out here, you know, thinking he's changing the world and shit, and it's like, no, you're getting choked out by teenagers. <laughs> like, just sit down. I, I mean, and then it's not to say that Cat Williams wasn't ultra successful you know i'm sure he's still he had off his of time what he made but he had his time yeah like it's <clears throat> now move over doc it's not like, now he's not he was never good enough to be somebody who was a torch bearer mm-hmm. he was never good enough to be a guy who was a gatekeeper right you know cat williams is funny i yeah. like a lot of his stand-up but 
Cat Williams is not on the Mount Rushmore of even my favorite black comedians, let alone comedians, period. Yeah. So uh, I think he should like, shut the fuck up. I mean, even down. even like Kevin Hart's been able to maintain his his fame and his, his popularity longer than Cat Williams. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Just not even through stand up though, like just doing movies. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, I I don't respect that. And I don't I don't I, I don't respect people posting these videos online and like clowning her and shit. Like uh, like yeah. the one have you seen the one guy yeah. who like heckled oh, her? He was like right in front. It's God, I want I just I wanna slap the shit out of that guy. Yeah. Well, I the article I read shit on him. Good. So hard. Good. <laughs> well and everybody did. Yeah, they like, said like he's he's obviously like trying to trying to be an intention whore. Yeah. And he got like a dozen retweets or something for yeah. it. And like everybody else is just like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Stop. It's that classic Twitter ratio. Yeah. You get like like twenty five retweets, but yeah. then like a thousand comments yeah. of people telling you you're garbage. Right. And he is. Yeah. I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've said it in real life. Heckling. Oh, oh. The it, lowest form. Oh, God. It makes me so angry for you to go to somebody's comedy set and try to fucking take the attention away from the co- the comedian. I don't Who care. Who you paid to see. You paid to see this person. I don't care if they are the worst. You do not have any right as the audience member to try to fucking go up there and make better jokes, try to shit on them, try to take advantage of them. They're out there out going out on a limb. You have not even a fraction of the balls to go on stage and do something like that, but you're going to fucking scream from the back of the house. Some shitty, your mom, Joe, right? Like, Oh God. No, no. You have two options in that situation, right? You can either sit down and shut the fuck up or you can leave. Right. Those are your two options. That's it. People don't look at it like that. Like this dude thought he was going to go viral with this video. He thought people were going to, Oh man, that's funny. No, it's not funny. No, it's not funny. Now you'd be an asshole. Yeah. So fuck you. And fuck all the hecklers. It's not a good, it's not a cool thing no, to do. It's not, it's not. You're not cool. So stand up comedy's kind of in disarray. While at the same time being that it's most successful right oh, now. Yeah. Cause, you know, every time you go on there, there's a different there's a different stand up comedy set. Lots of stuff on Netflix. Netflix is just fucking churning them out. Yep. Um they're giving shows to people. Yeah. Over lots of, and over. Lots and of stand up comedians are getting shows too. They're all getting shows. Yeah. Uh one stand up comedian who's who has his own show now. Um uh fucking forgot his first name. Hazan Hazan is it Hazan? Hazan Minaj? Hassan, yeah. I think it's Hassan, Hassan Minaj. Hassan yeah. Minaj. Yeah, yeah. That's right, right? H A S A N. Hassan. Hassan Minaj. Hassan Minaj. Yes. Hassan. Oh, a funny story actually brothers with Nicki Minaj <laughs> yeah starting this year strong folks yeah, they you look, come for the jokes mm-hmm. and you hey. stay for the content so <clears throat> he's he has a show called Patriot Act on Netflix and um, I haven't watched it yet but from what I'm hearing it's a pretty good show yeah I've heard good things about it Hassan Minaj was really funny on uh, The Daily Show yeah Excuse me. So I've always liked him. Um, the latest is that uh, he has an episode about Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. right? And he criticizes Saudi Arabia for a number of things. Um, probably the biggest one being their role in their their admitted role in the murder of 
um, a Saudi American. Oh, they never journalist. admitted to it. They, they did admit to it. They didn't admit to it. Yeah, they did. No. Are you sure? Positive. Positive. The FBI said that uh, that they had a role in it. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. I believe you. Like 80%. <laughs> clearly, I 80 believe you. Uh huh. 80 believe you. But I thought I read something. Sorry. To be fair, I'm almost finished with the spear, so you know, <laughs> I could be talking shit right now. Um, but no, I don't think they ever admitted to it. I, uh, if it wasn't the FBI, it was the CIA. One of those, one of those alphabet uh, groups for the U.S. Yeah. said that they had evidence. The alphabet boys. Yeah, uh, they had enough evidence to show that. Uh, the CIA. the CIA. The CIA concluded that Saudi Arabia's crown prince ordered the murder of uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Right. So, yeah, um, they... Did uh, they ever admit to it, though? No, they no. did not. They did not. Because otherwise, then Trump wouldn't have any reason to doubt them. Or to doubt the reports that they were involved. Because he said, yeah, you know, uh, that's what they say, but you, you don't really know for sure. And we can't mess up our, uh, our okay, billion-dollar yeah, right, deals. Right. Here's, they they admitted that he was murdered. Yes. Because at first they were like, I don't know. Well, what that, well, I don't even know him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know that guy. Uh, so they admitted that he was murdered. But you're right, they didn't admit having a hand in no, it. No, of course not. Because yeah, that would be that would be fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, but they did admit that he was murdered. The CIA concluded that they did have a hand in it. Right. Crown Prince ordered the murder. Anyway. And Trump's like, no, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Trump's like, no. no. Those are my boys. Those are my boys. I love princes. Those are my boys. He's a prince. I love boys. Look, 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 look at Frankie. <laughs> I love boys. Those are my boys. I love boys. MJ? There's a really fun, there's a funny <laughs> video of like comparing uh, Trump, Trump, when he said, what, what are you saying on the campaign trail to what he's saying now? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know. I, I don't have any business dealings with Saudi Arabia. I, yeah, I don't even fucking know those guys. And then like, where is Saudi Arabia? <laughs> and then like a year and a half ago, he's like, I love Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they buy they buy a bunch of real estate from me. I have I a billion them. dollar deal with Saudi Arabia. <laughs> We're over in Saudi Arabia. They're the greatest. I love them. It's uh, really it's. I mean, it's like you can't. I can't. It can't even keep up with the lies anymore. And Mexico is gonna pay for it. <laughs> know how people still support this dude there's video evidence of him saying insane <sighs> things lying lying yeah. lying yeah you can say every president was a liar because they probably are probably because yeah. they're government officials and they yeah. lie to the people all they the had, time they had to get where they are somehow right? exactly but never in the history of ever have we had a guy have we had a president so blatantly, so blatantly lie right on record yes yeah, so again we're talking about a uh, hammer versus a scalpel <laughs> it's like he, I, uh, anyway we're not going down that rabbit hole so Hassan Minaj's TV, uh, Netflix show Patriot Act has a video, uh, episode focusing on Saudi Arabia episode comes out it's highly critical of Saudi Arabia Netflix in response to Saudi Arabia being upset about the episode, pulled the episode in Saudi Arabia. Right. They claimed that it was uh, against some, I don't know, some like uh, national law. And I call bullshit on that. I don't respect that at all. That's like fucking disgusting. We can't, as Americans, 
we can't we can't be critical like this isn't we're not in saudi arabia okay we're not in fucking in istanbul we're not in fucking china but the heat am i right but the- <laughs> it's, it feels like we are <laughs> <laughs> you're firing on all cylinders i know i feel it we're in america okay netflix is based in america last time i checked mm-hmm. we're americans if he if you're going to allow him to have this TV show and to be this highly critical of uh, countries and government officials and policies and things like that, you have to stand behind the artist. You have to. As an organization, you cannot be bullied. You cannot be told what to do. If a company like Netflix is being told what to do, is, is doing things to not stir the pot, mm-hmm. Like, where are we going with this, man? Well, uh, I mean, this isn't even the first time something like this, like this has happened. Do you remember the uh, the James Franco movie? Oh, yeah, North the interview. Korea? The interview, yeah. right. Yeah, they, they pulled that baby just because uh, national security risk, I guess. Yeah, I national security Ugh. risk. Get the fuck uh, out of here. Hey. Yeah, no, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Right. And, so, it, you know, they're trying to keep their hands in as many pockets as possible. Well, and that's, that is exactly why they pulled it in uh, Saudi Arabia. It's because yeah. they can give Netflix a lot of money. That's Saudi money, dog. And that's it. That oil money so, runs deep. 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 Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, we that's talked about it why. on last week's episode uh, with, uh, was it last week's episode? Or maybe it was the week before mm-hmm. with, um, with uh, the WWE Right. Oh no! This was off the podcast. I was explaining to somebody why I don't fuck with the WWE anymore. Why I don't? Why I oh don't yeah, watch, yeah, that's right. I don't watch right. WWE. It all blurs together, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Saudi money, dog. <clears throat> that's Saudi money. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, and the U.S. has had uh, friendly uh, dealings with them for decades now. Yeah. So we we tend to do anything we can to appease them. And uh, but Netflix is a pri- oh I don't know if they're a private they're not a privately owned company I think they're a publicly traded company at this they're publicly point. traded but they're still a private company they're a private so entity yeah you they, should be they're able- not they're not part of the government yeah they have nothing to do with that and again well no that's exactly why they are doing it is because they they hold no allegiance to America. They can do whatever they want. They do whatever uh, works for them to, to make more money. And that and and you know what? That's perfectly f- fine. That they don't have to worry about any allegiance to any country. But the fact of the matter remains: you're telling me that you guys didn't watch the episode before it was uploaded to Netflix, before it was broadcasted for billions of people. You didn't know that that was going to happen. You didn't mm-hmm. know that that was the content of the episode. You were blindsided, <laughs> or you can't watch all those shows, man. Or There's did you so see? <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> there is a lot of shows. Yeah. Or did they? Or did they like it? And then when it came out, they saw the controversy and they were like, "Ah, we got to back out of this." That's probably exactly it's a what happened. Pussy move. That's probably exactly what happened. It's a pussy move. That's what I. That's what. That's what I don't respect about it. You know. You 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 have to stand behind your artist. If I was Hasan Minhaj. And it it's it's clear by like what he's tweeted and stuff and like he's obviously not happy about it. Yeah. He's like, you know, what you know, he's saying the same thing. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, this is this is how we're gonna cause if this is what happens when somebody is critical of something that happens, 
We're never going to get any answers. We're never going to get anywhere. We're never going to take the next step. How are we ever... Jamal is never going to get justice. Right. Because we, as Americans, or, or the American government, is not going to hold Saudi Arabia accountable. No. Because if a comedian uh, we can't have too much money them, involved. If a comedian can't even hold them accountable, he will never get justice. Yeah. Who can then? Exactly. I mean, definitely nobody is in Saudi Arabia because you saw what happened when somebody's critical right. of Saudi Arabia within Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And you it's get like, killed. Yeah, we're not supposed to. I, I, I agree that America can't be the world police anymore. No. It doesn't make sense. But at the same time, like you just said, we have so many dealings over there. We, we can't. It's so fucked up to, on the one hand, be the country of free speech and freedom and be mm-hmm. able to do whatever you want when it comes to uh, expressing yourself. And then on the other hand, see something like this happening and just turn away. Like, uh, like, like, yeah. like the Saudi prince is just blocking uh, your view with, with a bunch of dollar bills. Like, you no, didn't don't, don't, see don't, it. don't look at that. Don't look at that. Mm. It's like, we can't, we, this duality can't yeah. last. It's a very fragile thing. That's like, it can't well, it's hypocrisy <laughs> of the utmost. It's just degree. hypocrisy is all it is. And it, it, you know, it just, it, I'm really disappointed. Yeah. Really, really disappointed in Netflix to yeah. bow to anyone's whim. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be way more upset if they just, you know, canceled the entire show or, you know, deleted that episode from their streaming services, which they very well could have. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, no, I agree. It, it, it shows a lack of gumption, mm-hmm. lack of uh, support, and... Uh, at the same time, I understand because they're not going to put ethics before money because they're a business. Um, but yeah, you know, in my heart of hearts, like I, I wish they would. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to take a stand. Yeah. And I think this was the perfect opportunity for them to kind of say, yeah, I mean, maybe not going to like it, but go fuck yourself as right. our company. It's this guy's opinion, you know, like <clears throat> right. if you don't like it that's fine. We we paid him to do this show because we respect his artistic voice. Right. And this is how he wants to express himself. Because they stay out of the way of stand-up comedy. Yeah. They they go out on a limb to say, you know, this is this is we paid these guys to because we respect them and mm-hmm. they're stand-up com- comedians and we're not going to get in the way. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. Well, and, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to be like China, you know, or you want China. To be, if you want to be like North Korea, and you want to completely blanket out certain pieces of media, go ahead, do it, but don't don't make American companies edit themselves in order to make you feel more comfortable. Was well, that's the thing? <clears throat> it's not on them because they, they you know, they probably. Uh, put the pressure on Netflix, put mm-hmm. the pressure on the government and all this stuff to try to get them to remove the episode. And instead of fighting a country like Saudi Arabia, they just were like, fuck it, just take the episode down. Right. It's like, they can feel however they want. Let them, you know, shield their citizens of all criticism of their government. That, you know, it's not fine, but that's on them. Right. But we as a company shouldn't bow to their whim. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, honestly, I wouldn't be that surprised if, Somebody in the U.S. government went over to Netflix HQ and was like, "Hey, hey, do what they say. We'll give you some money. It'll be fine." No, I fucking I hate. Don't worry about it. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. And it's so it's so crazy that 
you know, this is the time that we're living in where, you know, Repu- there's, there's a Republican, bleh, Republican president, Republican Senate. These are these guys who are hard-nosed, badasses. And like, we're not going to take any shit from any fucking country. And then we turn around and this is how we're acting. <laughs> Except for Saudi Arabia. It's like, you know, it's just, it, you're full, they're all full of shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're all full of shit. They criticized Obama when he like bowed to that Japanese uh, leader. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ah, oh, he's showing weakness and all this stuff. And yet, Donald Trump has nothing to say about the CIA. Our organization right. decided that that's what happened under Wrong. an investigation. Wrong. 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 Oh, well... Happy 2019, everybody. Happy This is where we're at. God damn, it's starting off right. How do we... Okay. All right, everybody listening to us right now, just, just go ahead and shake your jowls. Okay, we're not going to end on that. No, we can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. We're going to end on something positive. We can't. We can't. Give me something positive. Man, it's hard. Yeah, positivity. We need positivity. Let's see. Well, oh, I saw a review for the new uh, uh, True Detective Season 3. And it's good? And it was positive. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that to look forward to. That's it's coming good. out in like two weeks. That's good. Uh, yeah, for our listeners, maybe like one week. But it's coming out in two weeks. That's nice. Um, like yeah, that. yeah, it got, a, it got a B. It got okay. a B. Let's see if there's any other positive stories. Give me something positive. Positive. Oh, Mac Miller's charity raised seven hundred thousand dollars. There you go. That's real. That's awesome. That's good. So you know he had he had a bunch. They they did the uh, the um the benefits concert that was really successful. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> that's it. Sorry. Yeah. Fans donated three hundred fifty thousand nice. dollars. That's crazy. That's good. Because three hundred fifty thousand came from the benefit concert, right? And then, and then fans just you know they they the other half. God damn, twenty nineteen is already starting like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only up from here. Oh hey, the Magic beat the Bulls. Yeah, look at that. That's good. Well, it's because they weren't playing Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. UCF lost too, so (laughs) shut up. (laughs) I promise next week we're gonna bring the positivity. It's gonna be the episode of positivity. That's what we'll do. Okay, right? All right. Positive episode. Only only positive stories. Only positive stories. Right. Yeah. Just like Saudi Arabia. Just like Saudi Arabia. Um, speaking of positive, Mm -hmm. let's review this beer. Let's do it. So this was from the Left Hand Brewing Company, 25th anniversary. They were founded in 1993, and this is the Imperial Stout. 12.1%. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they added that 1%. That's really strange. Yeah. Could have just kept it at a clean 12. Uh, they, didn't, they went one step above, mm-hmm. and you can taste it. What would you think of this? I loved it. It was very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't get all of the complexity that you read off of necessarily, but uh, that being said, it's a really good Imperial Stout. Um, let me give it one last little. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, no, I mean, you can definitely taste the alcohol in it. That's for sure. Uh, but no, it's it, it's it's reasonably well balanced. Uh, doesn't have any strange uh, off the wall flavors. It's a I feel like a very traditional imperial stout flavor. Um, so very very meaty, very smoky. Um, so if you're into that, if you're in, I, I'd say if you're into like um, if you're into that shit. If you're if you like that. Uh, no, if you if you like, um, let's see the uh, the Rasputin. I think if you like the Rasputin, you'll be a fan of this one. Yeah. Um, well, no, that doesn't work. Photo break. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. No. If, if you're uh, into the Rasputin, I think you'll really like this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they did well for their their 25th anniversary. I think they did it right. Very strong, uh, but, you know, very tasty. Wasn't overpowering either. Just a nice classic Imperial-style flavor. I'm going to give it a five. That's a good score. I agree with that score. Mm. I also give it a five. Um, Yeah, it wasn't as uh, distinct. It didn't have Mm -hmm. as as a distinct flavor profile as, as, as I think that they were going for, but... Still delicious. Very good. Ugh, you can taste the alcohol, but it's not overpowering. It's no, not, no. It doesn't take over the, the, it, the it, glass. It, it doesn't give you the stink face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it works. Like 12% is really high. Oh, yeah. That's like a wine. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, that's it kicking in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, it's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. Five for myself. Five. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. For each finger on the left hand. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Grupo. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Follow us on all the social medias. Like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends about us. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. Uh